What's up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a lot to talk about on today's show. Of course, we're coming off Super Bowl Sunday, and we got a major spot from Marvel's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Not only was there a TV spot played during the big game, but a full official trailer was released online. And man, does it seem to have big ramifications for the MCU moving forward. So I know I've uh, given some criticism about the first teaser that we saw post spider-man i I added there's a lot the whole different ball game we talked about when we talk about this trailer coming up so that should be a big uh discussion to talk about we'll also talk about some major castings we got a major casting in craven oh we also got a pretty major casting in ironhearts we'll break down those castings on this podcast in just a bit so it should be a great show joining me are my co-hosts starting with shamari stewart sham i know we got to see the dr strange trailer there was that the little spot we got during the big game with uh with uh moon night that's now a, a month away did that tv spot move any needles for you in regards to excitement for that show uh for moon night <clears throat> yeah um uh not really it was a nice spot yeah. but but i would i would definitely say that did not uh, move me much um you know at this point most of the moon knight stuff it's kind of blending together yeah so i'm pretty much content with them deciding not to show us anything substantively new and it just being more of a wait and see kind of thing where we wait and see so uh we'll see how it is um you know, of course, we're all watching Peacemaker right now, and that has been fantastic. So it's, I guess it'll be coming off the heels of a very, very good, uh, I guess, superhero streaming yeah. show. Yeah. Um, uh, one that's non-Marvel. So uh, uh, so that'll be interesting. But no, it, it didn't really do much for me. I like, you know, I'm, Moon Knight's costume is starting to grow on me, I would say. I was expecting more of the spandexy right, you kind of thing. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's starting to grow on me, so I have to see it more in action. Okay, and, and and Kendall joins me on the podcast as well. Uh, Kendall, I know you've talked about um, the, uh, the the show, the excitement for Moon Knight, and, and not knowing what to expect. Uh, TV spot, did it uh, did it move any needles for you as we get closer to the show? Only a month away at this point. Uh I can't say the TV spot moved any needles. Um, you know, I think Disney it accomplished what. I guess it was trying to accomplish, which is that, you know, it was a show that I guess not everybody really knew about. Uh, and so, you, you, I mean, the Super Bowl has everybody watching. So you feel like yeah. playing during the Super Bowl will, will get more, will, will get it more, uh, you know, exposure. Um, it is ironic how the two, the two, uh, two major things that we've seen from it have played during football games. Uh, I know, right. But, um, but yeah, no, it didn't didn't move me. Uh, it is funny though with Shamari uh, mentioning Peacemaker because I mentioned to Shamari that I feel like next time uh, we go to Comic Con, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of Peacemaker and Vigilante like, con- costumes. You no, know, it's funny. It's like I feel like there, you know, it's been a couple <laughs> years. It's, you know, it's sad thing. You know, it's been a couple years since we've been at New York City Comic or New York Comic Con, and I feel like you know. We, we every time you go, based on whatever's out that year or out the year before, you know we see all the cosplay of those characters, and I feel like it's gonna be weird when we go back. Because I think what we may end up seeing is the past two or three years of yeah, content people that we've seen. Stuff from, you know, mm-hmm. so you know, even though let's say if we do go in twenty twenty two, like I think you will see people, you know, in yeah, Wandavision from, stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you know, Wandavision was early twenty twenty one. But you know, I think you'll see people, you know, look like Vision, you know, in like a in like a sweater vest or something like that. Like I think that that's totally, you know, there will be things that we may have kind of I don't say forgotten, but maybe moved on from because we've already seen some of these other major projects. You know, maybe you'll see some some people dressed up like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America. Like you know, like it, it's gonna be, it's not gonna be maybe as. I think like, the Eternals gonna be an easy one to do. Yeah, the Eternals. I mean, they they're they're amazing costumes, but they are like costumes that are feel doable right for sure yeah 
So, so yeah. the Eternals, you know, we would have seen by then, you know, two or three Marvel movies before <laughs> uh, we get to another Comic Con, and and, and we'll be like, oh right, the, the Eternals that they do have a lot. And of this fans. Moon Knight one will be another one. Oh well, yeah, see. well, this will be, at least be this year, so that, and that will make a little more sense. To say okay, we had Moon Knight; it was popular. But I'm just thinking about all the content we had in 2000 and um, 2021, and then even like 2020 with something like uh, like uh, oh did, no, we didn't have anything. 20. I was about to say um, we should Black have had Black Widow, but uh, but something like Black Widow may come out, and that will be you know content that we'll see you know costumes from as well. So it will be fascinating yeah. to kind of see some of the things we missed over the year, over the past year and a half, two years that we didn't see you know a lot of cosplays for that will end up being you know showcased at Comic-Con this upcoming year. But speaking of big showcases, man, did, did Marvel really ratchet up the intensity and the, um, just, the, I think, the motivation for a lot of people to, to see what this whole Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness is all about because they put TV spot up on, on, Super, on Super Bowl Sunday. And the reason why, the part of the reason why I brought up the, you know, if the, because we weren't going to have a whole topic on the Moon Knight uh, TV spot. Though I did think that the the, the Mister Knight persona character that they showed um, was cool. It did dawn on me that I kind of feel like TV spots. I don't think they do it for me anymore when it comes to superhero movies. Like that was one of the reasons why I brought that at the top of the show because I'm like, it looked great, but I just think at this point in time, like for so much, we're trying to glean so much from these projects that showing me like 30 seconds of content that I seen a lot of already just is never going to do it for me anymore and maybe six seven That's years ago i would have been like i would have still been like oh this is dope but now it's either don't show me anything new because i, I want to see it in the show unless you're going to show me in like a real fleshed out trailer because sometimes you'll have tv spots that are showing you stuff you're like whoa i didn't need to see that and at other times you'll have tv spots that don't show you as much and you're like I didn't need to see this. Oh, it looked really cool, but it always looks cool because I saw it in the trailer three months ago. I almost feel like TV spots for like Marvel. I know they're obviously important, but for like the people like us who like you know break this stuff down, you know, frame by frame, I feel like TV spots like aren't. You know, we don't really jump for that anymore. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's the key is is showing uh stuff that is new or showing stuff that you know substantial or stuff that we haven't seen before. Like I mean. We we should also mention that DC also had something that they didn't show during the Super Bowl, but they showed a couple of days beforehand, um, and they showed you know new stuff um, that maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. But like the Marvel thing with Moon Knight was something completely, you know, it was, it was basically rehashed from what we saw from that original trailer. Whereas um, Doctor Strange, uh, the TV spot was all right, but I think the trailer is what really uh, you know expanded things for people. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the the TV spot was was cool, uh, but when you saw the trailer, it was really like, okay, it's go time. I, I am interested, EJ, to hear your perspective on this because you were the person that said that the last trailer yes. was mid. Yes, it was all right. Yeah, this trailer goaded. This trailer, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a leap from one teaser slash trailer to another in terms of I what I feel was like value or of entertainment or release entertainment value like to me you watch that first trailer unless you're a fan of dr strange like a super fan of dr strange and and scarlet witch i just didn't see much there that made me think oh i have to see this movie i think this last trailer was a lot different let's start with the the elephant in the room the obvious the obvious cameo the surprise move to put in a trailer, though I think it was the right decision. And when we talked about this last week, a couple weeks ago, I said that they need to show something that shows that this multiverse is going to show people that we are not expecting or would or, or would hope to or we've hoped to have seen. We finally got that because in this trailer, amongst a lot of the chaotic things that we see, which include which includes looks like a Mario Rambo Captain Marvel, like we get a shot of of um of uh steven he's been taken away by what appear to be ultron bots and he's led into a room with seven people or seven chairs at least it looks like six seven chairs lined up and the voice that says we need to tell him about this is none other than patrick stewart himself charles xavier from the fox x-men movies 
So when we talk in wrestling, when we talk about the forbidden door has been open, when we think of wrestling, when we see a, a character from another promotion show up, even though they still work for that same promotion, very rare in wrestling. To, to me, this was the, the, the forbidden door being opened in, in a more, in a legit way, not the way we saw in WandaVision with the Ralph Boner situation. I mean, it's quite clear what is going on. To me, this is the Illuminati. This is very clear. <laughs> I'm shocked that they would show that in a trailer. And Professor X being the person that they introduced as a first member and it being Patrick Stewart's Professor X leads one to just a mind blown kind of just like nerdgasm experience. And in the second still leads to a lot of questions. Is this the exact Charles Xavier from the Fox X-Men movies? Is this a the Charles Xavier that's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Is this a whole different Charles Xavier from a different universe that we either have not been introduced to or we're not familiar with in the live action? Some, some people make the case that maybe this is Charles Xavier from X-Men 97, the animated series that is a Mar- Marvel Studios project, though it's animated. So I don't know what to make of, of that aspect, but I guess since uh, Kendall asked me the question, I'll toss it back to you. What did you make of that appearance and what the hell do you think is going on? Because to me, it's clear that it's Charles and the Illuminati. But then the questions beyond that, those are the ones we need answered. Those are the ones we need answered. Um, yeah, I mean, look, obviously, showing Charles Xavier, uh, or at least teasing Charles Xavier, was a huge moment. Um, you know, when you're again, when you're showing a, when you're showing a trailer like that to the masses um, during the Super Bowl. Um, well, first of all, part of me wonders if they should have gave us a clearer shot. With Charles Xavier, um, no, I don't think he needed it. I don't, know I, feels, I, but I don't think he needed it. I, I just the only reason I say that is the, and maybe it's just in the TV spot. Obviously, you know it, it wouldn't make sense to show it in the TV spot, not to, not the trailer, but the intended, the intended consequence or the intended uh, goal of, of of showing Charles Xavier during a, a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer during the Super Bowl is to, you would hope, get some of the casual fans to to have that same excitement that people had for Spider-Man. Like, oh my gosh, this Doctor Strange movie is going to have Professor X in it? Now I've got to see it. That TV spot went, went by pretty quickly. I, didn't, I wasn't 100% sure who it was until, I mean, I thought it was Charles Xavier, but it wasn't, like, completely clear until I watched the trailer in its mm. entirety. And so... I think there are a lot of people that watch that TV spot and were like, okay, cool, Doctor Strange, you know? But, like, did they, did they, I don't know if they still came away. Now, look, if you're online and you see other people talking about it and this and that, that may help in general. But um, just based off of that TV spot, I don't know if that it did the job. If they showed a clear, if they showed a clear shot of Xavier, I think that would have helped in that regard and that would have left no doubt. But, Regardless, um, yeah, like you said, it opens up a can of worms. Um, the mutant, the mutant race is now officially, you know, in the MCU. Um, once this movie, <laughs> once this movie comes out, um, and yeah, I mean, it made sense to show Charles Xavier since there's just been so much smoke out there about him being in the movie. Um, there's no point in hiding it at this point. You know, I mean, it, you still could have done it. I mean, they hid the Spider-Man thing as long as they could. It's still, it's still. You know, it's crazy. I, I apparently I I have done a decent job of avoiding leaks because I've heard people say, "Oh man, the leaks are true." Because I have not seen anything saying Charles Xavier is in this movie. Yeah. So, so yeah, that I so him, sure seeing him, I I literally was like, <laughs> "Holy blank!" Like I couldn't believe it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty surprising. Um. Yes, yeah, pretty pretty surprising to me though. I mean, I never look for that kind of stuff, but you know, it, stuff just gets around. Um, that was yeah. one of the things that I, that was one thing I've been saying for weeks. That I'm like, I'm upset this stuff is getting out, man. Ah, yeah, we, talked about, we talked about that, and we haven't we, <laughs> because we <laughs> didn't want to spoil each other or the fans. We haven't alluded to some of the stuff we had seen on the internet that was that has been getting out of control when it comes to leaks. 
But that's interesting yeah. that, you, that 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 was one of the ones. See, I didn't know that. That's funny. Now, so so there are a couple things. Um, so of course we all know I I, I tend to dis- I, I I disagreed with EJ in terms of right. him thinking it went from zero to one hundred. Yeah, I can't no, I can't make I, that statement either. Obviously, you know, because I, I can't we didn't even go that far. Yeah. I I thought that first one was a teaser, so I'm like, I don't need I don't need it. I get it. You know, you're teasing Doctor Strange. You know, the effects are upgraded, all that other kind of stuff. I'm cool. You know, we get a second Doctor Strange and what, and like I know we're getting much more. So I was like, all right, I'm cool. And can I know you're the Illuminati guy? You've been talking about the Illuminati for really, quite frankly, several years now. If it, it's very, it's, it reminds me of when we came out of Avengers. I feel like it was Avengers or Avengers Two, one of those movies. And I was, I think it was Avengers One. And I was like, yo, imagine if we get Civil War in in the in the in the MCU. Uh-huh. That that would be crazy. Uh-huh. And like. <laughs> You know, it was like a pipe dream for a long time. Where you're like, I don't know, I don't know when they're actually gonna do that. That might be five years down the line. And eventually, they gave us that. And at first, we know that Spider Man was gonna be, in it and then he was in it. That's what it feels like with now the Illuminati. Secret Invasion will not be like that, unfortunately. I don't think they'll. Oh uh... Uh, yeah, more than likely not. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You never know. Um, now, so so there's a lot of questions. Like you said, open up the can of worms. Um, I to answer your your query before I did not need Professor X. Um, I don't know. Maybe other people did. Maybe they would have made more money. I, maybe, but I I don't need Professor X. And that's another thing. Word of mouth will get out. I think if the movie's good enough, word of mouth will get out. People, the spoilers will get out that yes. Professor X is in this movie. The X Men are back, especially the X Men. I mean, that's just that'll sell itself. Um. But yeah, so mutants are confirmed uh, in the MCU. What does that mean? How many mutants? Uh, you know, does this do anything to create mutants, or will this? Are they come the mutants coming from another dimension, or what is what the deal is with that? Well, we do not know. Um, and this Professor X, like EJ, EJ, like you said, where is this Professor X from? Mm-hmm. You know, is he just from the Fox universe? I mean, that Professor X we would have thought died in Logan, I guess. So yeah, you know, I, I would assume it is not. Uh, I would assume it's a completely new person that we haven't seen, or the cartoon version, frankly. But uh, I don't. I'd be shocked if it's if it's if it's the X Men that we know. I mean, it, I guess it could be. The, I'm the, not convinced of that, but that's but, interesting. You think that? Okay. The cartoon was just so, so, uh, you know, particularly later on, it was just so off the walls in terms of, though maybe, maybe the MCU will go off the walls yeah. with the X Men cartoon. But it was really like, <laughs> they got him really, being a part of a multiverse Illuminati isn't off the walls enough. Well, I mean, I'm, well, look, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, we're talking, I'm talking like, you know, the, the Dark Phoenix and Lalandra. Yeah, and, man. And I mean, like deep, heavy, deep, deep sci-fi, Amen. which X Men is, but still, you know. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see if, if the MCU wants to go that route. If they want to do the cartoon Professor X, then the expectations kind of go up in terms of what yeah. I expect to see uh, from this Professor X. Um, you also wonder if we're gonna get McKellen. Um, you know, if we're gonna get Mag- what Magneto are we gonna get? Um, does anyone? Would anyone would rather see? Um, uh, the other uh, McAvoy. I wanted McAvoy and Fast. When, when I heard, I, I again, I didn't get into all the Professor X stuff because I knew that it wasn't like common common knowledge. But whenever that when that was floated out that he's going to be in the movie, I was I was hoping it would be McAvoy. I, I knew it would be kind Stewart, of, and I know and I know it's not the popular opinion. I was always kind of like, well, I mean, if it was McAvoy and Fassbender, I mean, the amount of movies they could do with those with those Professor X and Magneto is just there is it's endless. Yeah. Um, now, do we think that this is the Professor X like EJ floated? Is the, do we think right. he's the Professor X moving forward? I mean, right, Patrick Stewart, he I mean, he said Feige called him like years ago. We didn't believe him. Well, yeah, well, we believed him, but he no, said we all believed him. But I, he, Stewart said no. Yeah. He said he ain't doing yeah. nothing. And we that like, was oh, the part he, where we didn't, we weren't sure. Yeah, we were right. like, well, I guess he's uh, telling the truth. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we problems we did believe him to to a fault, um, and he clearly wasn't lying about that because no, he's now in this movie. But is that we kind of assumed that that would be maybe for something X-Men related. Um, now, is he the guy? Is this going to be our Professor X in the short term or is this a one off? I am. 
probably 90% sure it's a one-off. I, mean, one I, off agree, maybe. I agree with but you. Like, at least not the person that is in any X-Men Mutants movie that, that we get. I would, t- I, I would tend to as well. I, I don't think this is going to be um, the Professor X. Does he show up again like Toby McGuire may show up again? Uh, maybe. I can't say can't say whether or not this guy wouldn't show up. But Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, with all the multiverse stuff, he could show up again potentially. Yeah. And with the time travel and the X-Men and all this, I mean, he probably will show up again. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if he's going to be the, the Professor X leading the X-Men in every X-Men movie going forward. Right. And I don't know if he should be for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But I, I feel like Feige and the crew, I think they came to a decision that once the, you know, the Fox people were going to enter the sandbox, that it, it would have been foolish to just not, to not, uh, utilize the legacy of the lasting legacy of those characters in any way. It just wouldn't make sense to just say, "All right, those characters are too bad. We're just starting all over." Like, there's too much money to be made and too much nostalgia to be had to not, you know, cash in on that. So, I think, you know, I think they've got a little flavor of it with the Quicksilver, the, what I call a debacle in Wandavision. But I definitely feel like this is their thing. To say, okay, we're gonna do mutants the way we want, but we gotta find a way to do something interesting here. And, and and this is our chance to do it. You can use Patrick Stewart as Professor X. We can use him in any, any multitude of ways. I, I will strongly push back that there's against you guys I, thinking that there is no chance that this is, or at least Kendall thinking that there's no chance this is the Fox Professor X. Because when I think, when you think of Charles Xavier as a character, someone who literally sometimes lives off of the actual, you know, uh, dimensions of, where we live, you know, he 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 has spent he's been in the in the astral plane. I mean, the, the idea that he can't, you know, this is some you know we we saw in Days of Future Past him going from the future in the past, him you know waiting for Wolverine to come back. Like he is someone that knows things about the world, and is very comfortable with knowing things about the world and his existence far beyond any of his peers. I think the notion that he couldn't also somehow be part of some cabal that that is like you know you know you know interacting with the various dimensions and keeping things in a certain kind of line i don't think that that that's far-fetched at all i also don't think it's far-fetched for the x-men x-men animated series charles to be in something like this i think that's like very plausible because because of like you guys said that that show was so off the wall in a great way but off the wall in terms of just all the crazy things that Charles was going through. Again, you want to talk about living in different dimensions, things like that. I, I, I mean, that that Charles being part of a inter interdimensional Illuminati is a hundred percent believable. If you want to tell me, I got to push you guys to the Fox one. I would agree with that to a little bit, though. I I think it's not that hard to get. I think the Charles in the X Men animated series being part of some universe like that would make total sense. What I do think is a curious decision is if we all agree that. This Charles is not going to be the Charles moving forward with the X Men. It's an interesting decision to, to to make that that Illuminati Charles be someone that's not involved with the regular you know mainstream MCU. Like, or do we think that because because you know there are other figures out there in the, in, in the back that we see. I mean, there are some people that think that we, that 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 Mr. Fantastic is there. I don't know if you if you've seen these close ups. Yeah, but, a lot of people are doing that. that yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, it's pretty convincing. If someone would say <laughs> that that was Mr. Fantastic, it looks like there's a black, there's Black Panther on the left side, which is very interesting considering you know what we do know or don't know about what's going to happen with that character moving forward. And you know, there's a, you know some people wonder if Blade's one of the characters walking in that Illuminati shot, but but like you know the marvel illuminati wasn't a bunch of people who aren't you know part of this continuity in the comic books they were all lived in the same continuity like like what an interesting decision that would be if they did decide to to say that this is a these are people from different universes that that would be the illuminati that's what it looks like i think i think it's kind of clever i think it's kind of clever but it's just something i never would have expected that's what it looks like the the direction they're going is that the illuminati is going to be I mean, I guess, it would, like you said, it would seem like it would be people from different multiverse, from the multiverse, people from different universes. Um, you know, I mean, the other, the other really uh, high-profile shot in this trailer is uh, what 
looks like he's, you mentioned Maria Rambeau uh, or somebody that, that looks like Captain Marvel fighting uh, fighting Scarlet Witch. Um, you know, definitely does not look like Carol Danvers. Um, could it be Monica Rambeau? Could it be Maria I Rambeau? Monica or Maria, or Maria, you know. Um, you yeah, know, there's yeah. there's other shots where people are like, is it Nova? Is it, yeah, some people have said Nova. Iron Man. Yeah, there's this whole there's this whole thing this whole Nova? thing about there's been there's been this whole thing about is Tom Cruise's Iron Man gonna show up somehow in this movie? Um, yeah, is that and is that him in that shot? I don't think that that I don't think that's him. I don't know if that means if like, it he is could him, he it could show like, up. I don't know if I don't think that's him there. If he's in the movie, that looks like it's him. That's really I mean. now. I mean, I've also heard theories is that two different people, you know, like are they are like kind of throwing us off the scent by showing you two different people that kind of look kind of similar, so you can't really tell did they did they digitally edit some stuff to make them look kind of similar? Because in one shot it, you look at it and you're like this this could be Tom Cruise with a mustache and a, and a goatee, but <laughs> then other shots you're like oh yeah it could be um, Maria Rambeau. So I don't know. Um, it's it's hard to tell, but. You know that that's that's that again. That was their way of getting people excited. Um, the poster also has what looks like the Captain Carter shield. Um, yep. From what if, and that that creates um, that creates another. I mean, again, something that was you know <laughs> we talked about it on this show. Something that was expected. Something that was um, that made a lot of sense given. Her character, but then I think that 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 opens up a strong possibility that if she is in this movie. That that report about Chris Evans coming back to it being a Marvel movie, I think this has to be the the major leader in the clubhouse for that. Mm. What mm. role he's playing, I you know we talked talked about it a long time ago. Could he be playing Captain Hydra? Uh, that's a possibility, or could he be playing the Winter Soldier character that we saw uh, in What If? You know, we didn't really see him, but we they teased. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a potential possibility as well. Did you see the people who 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 thought that they spotted their uh, Deadpool in that poster? No, I no, I've not heard. Yeah, that. I, there, I, I see that. Yeah. yeah, amongst the shattered glass, there is a there is a piece of glass. It's hard to tell. This one is not nearly as obvious as the Captain Britain. Uh, or Captain Carter uh, shot, but I could make I could see someone making the case that 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 looks like Deadpool <laughs> um, in the shot, and it's like it's one of the things where like it's there's a plausible deniability of like that's kind of hard to tell, but also I mean, would you want to make it easy if you were trying to uh, make this thing work? Uh, I don't know that I want Deadpool in this movie. I'm not saying <laughs> he's gonna be in the. I don't know if he's gonna be in the movie, <laughs> but I'm just saying it looks like it could be him like he that he could that this could be their first uh like you know outside of disney's you know disney has tweeted a lot about you know deadpool and and you know we know he's he's you know he's on the squad but like this would be their first like the marvels i guess first kind of true acknowledgement of deadpool and then even the smallest of ways if this is an easter egg kind of thing like it's hard to see but if you look it up like you'll see the shot it looks like he's like shushing which is i think we've seen him do um uh in past movies and things like that so, I mean, this, this, again, shout out to Sam Raimi. This looks this project. I think. I think. I and even beyond just like the the obvious major yeah, moments. I just thought this was a really exciting trailer. It really. Um, uh, I thought Wanda and 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 how they they seem to be setting her up to be closer and closer to be the villain, which is interesting. Um, but then you see shots where it looks like maybe Stevens the villain. It just seems like there's a lot going on here, but there's a lot that I would like to explore. <laughs> like, like, like the first movie, I just felt like they didn't. The first trail, I'm sorry, I just didn't feel like there was a. They they did showed me enough to make me think, okay, this movie I gotta see. I think this this trail had a lot more drama, a lot more emotion, and then the, the major moments that were in it. Uh, I think made it made this one. I thought I thought special. Any um any any last thoughts on on the trailer before we move on? I thought it was a great trailer, honestly. Mm, yeah. Um. I mean, I may not be quite as hyped as you. I know you were saying this was like a goaded, like a goat kind of trailer. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was that, 
level, but it was a very good trailer. Um, yeah, I think for I, I, I think I think for a solo character, this is one of the greatest trailers Marvel has ever done. Wow. For a non team up movie. Wow. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Look, I mean, again, you know, I wasn't, I, I was, I guess, I wasn't shocked by the Professor X thing. I, I mean, I was surprised they showed it, but I mean, I wasn't surprised necessarily that he was in the movie. Mm. Um, so maybe that's why I wasn't, I wasn't reacting as much. But um, that's a long list. There's just been a lot of Marvel movies. Again, Marvel team up movie is like, I mean, I guess, I mean, was Spider Man No Way Home uh, a solo movie? Uh, I guess. I thought that, I mean, the second trailer to that. Was also yeah, really was, good. That, that, that was hard. Yeah, no question. You know, I, now we were expecting the Spider-Man. I mean, there are a lot of movies. I'm saying it's among the best. I'm not saying he's the best, but it's. I think it's among the best they've done. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I guess you can make that case. Like, I, I mean, I guess Civil War would count as a movie that's not. That's, I'm I mean, not counting that. Yeah, that, that's not a solo movie, even yeah. though it's a Captain America movie. But, um, but some may some may see this movie afterwards and be like, what, what's solo about this movie? Yeah, I mean that's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, but at least in the very least, the promotion of this movie is very yeah, much has been. I mean, they, to their credit, and I thought this was a credit to this to this trailer was that, you know, my concern. I think we talked about it before. I think there was going to be a, a a tough kind of dance to have where you show, if you show a lot, it starts to look less like a Doctor Strange movie, which we know, we know it is, but in some ways it isn't because of just what we know about this film. So how do you sell that to your to the people where you're supposed to be trying to say this is a sequel? And I think they, they didn't want to give away too much and make it seem like it's, it is just some big team-up Marvel film. But they also, you know, at the same time, want to get you excited for the film. So how do you do that? So it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting dance you have to do. And I think they've done a good job of, even with this last trailer, still making it feel like this is still a, a Doctor Strange movie. I think a lot of it feels like because this very much feels like a Doctor Strange problem. Like they they really put it front and center that this is a problem that he has created, and he's listening to help of Wanda, and she's someone who is not mentally stable. So what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and he has all these variants of himself that are also crazy and not stable. So they seem to also will end up. They will also apparently have a big kind of. Uh, they'll play a big factor in this film as well. I can't wait. I really felt like like it was going to be... I, after that first trailer, not ha- having avoided spoilers and leaks and stuff like that, I, I, I thought, man, Marvel may have a really tough act to follow with Batman if this is what we're getting. I don't. I thought we'd have more, but I just thought the trailer was underwhelming, the first one. This one, I was like, oh, okay, nah, they're going to be here. They, they're not going to... They're not going to have any problem uh, you know, coming off of the Batman with this. No problem at all. Let's move on to uh, some big casting news we got uh, this past week. So, Russell Crowe will be joining the cast of Craven the Hunter. Of course, that movie will star Aaron Taylor Johnson. It's slated to be um, uh, out in theaters uh, January 13th, 2023. The word has been that Craven, uh, excuse me, uh, Crowe will be playing uh, Craven's father, Craven's abusive father in this film. It's funny when I saw that the Craven casting here for 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 Crow Shamari. If it was kind of funny because I felt like man, in like another existence, like fifteen twenty years ago, like Crow would have made a great Craven himself. So in some way, I think it was smart to say, "Well, let's make him is that." <laughs> like I think that that ended up being kind of a, a interesting development because if you did you know fan castings from the nineties and two thousands, you probably Crow would have been very high up probably on the list for Craven. Uh, what do you think of him joining the cast for this film? Uh, I think it's good. Uh, Russell Crowe is a very good actor, so um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, really anything negative come out of this. I haven't seen a Russell Crowe. I haven't seen Russell Crowe in anything recently. Um, I'm not sure what the latest project is that he's done, but um, but I, I do know that, of course, he he's a Hollywood you know legend, a lister, etc. So. Um, yeah, I think star. he's just gonna add. Yeah, yeah, he's a megastar. So I, I'm sure this is just that's just gonna add uh, talent um, and star power to the movie, which is a good thing. All right, Shamari's on board. Kendall, what did you make of uh, the casting of Russell Crowe in Craven? Uh, what I made of it was that when they they couldn't get the 
the A-listers that they wanted to to play Craven, uh, they had a lot left uh, in the salary, the salary cap. They had a lot of cap room. <laughs> the A-lister to play uh, <laughs> a supporting role. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, look, this is this is this is a huge. I mean, it's a huge get to get somebody like Craven, get somebody like Russell Crowe um, to support this movie. Um, you know, it's much bigger. I mean, Woody Harrelson is the biggest person that we've gotten so far as a supporting character in these Sony Marvel spinoffs. Uh, and he's bigger than Woody Harrelson. So, I mean, that's, that's a, it's a huge gift for them, but, um, and it makes you think that he's going to play a fairly big role. Uh, I mean, that's not, I guess, a guarantee, but you know, I feel like you don't, you don't shell out the money to, to, to not feature Russell Crowe in this movie. So I keep, that should be interesting. Um, He's also been word that it sounds like Chameleon's going to be uh, one of, if not uh, the villain of this movie. Um, you know, in, in the comics, there's, there's versions where he's the brother of, of Craven. Um, so uh, that could be that could be a story um, that they that they want to uh, explore. Like so, uh, Chameleon, Chameleon being uh, Craven's brother, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, this, this, this could, I mean, I think this has the potential to be good. Like, I mean, you told me, uh, you know, a Craven, the Hunter movie where it's like an origin where we find out how it's sort of like what people wanted from a Sabretooth movie, uh, in a lot, in a lot of regards, but yeah, no, I think that this could be, I think that this could be good. Um, and again, it's, a, it's a, just a huge, huge name to attach to this, to this film. Um, you know, he's also supposed to be playing, uh, uh, Zeus in, in Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, as well. Um, which does, you know, lend people to wonder if Hercules will be in that movie. So, uh, the last superhero movie we saw him in, I guess, was Man of Steel. Um, so he's, he's now back on that. He's back on that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, she- <laughs> yeah, say when Shamari said that we haven't seen, Crow, he hadn't seen Crow much. I, I, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't feel like Crow's really been out in these streets like that. He's been doing movies, but just uh, the kind of major blockbuster stuff has not been really. I, I feel like what he's really been going after. Um, yeah, no, I mean, again, like I said, I think that this is dope in the sense that again, like if you were doing fan casting, Russell Crowe would absolutely have been a top choice to play Craven. If we were looking for someone to play Craven in Spider Man Four, <laughs> or. Uh, <laughs> or like if they if they did want you know they didn't do the villains they did and they were doing those Toby Maguire Spider Man I think Russell Crowe would have been near the top of that list and I like I like adding Chameleon to the film I I agree I think you know I just I I, I don't know I I'm starting to get decent vibes about this project for some reason I I, I think well Russell Crowe first of all he doesn't sign on to a bad movie that is true. Yeah, Crow is not getting out of bed for for nonsense. We know that already. So that that one thing, yes, you agree, right? Great sign automatically. But even you know pitting him against Chameleon, I feel like Chameleon could Chameleon will be a great like James Bond, John Wick kind of villain. Like if, if that's kind of the route they're kind of going with something like a like a psychological thriller action kind of flick, which with him as the villain and he's pitted against Craven, that could be really fun. I I I I, I'm, I I see that movie like there were there are plenty of times like when we talked about you know what does a, a a Venom movie look like that didn't have Carnage I I was telling you I, I didn't know what that looked like we got what we got um, there were other films that you know maybe we, we didn't quite understand we said what does this film look like in my head I couldn't see it like this is one where maybe initially I was kind of like okay let's see how this goes but okay okay you know aristocrat father who's also abusive he has these two kids they grow up to be Craven and Chameleon. Um, again, we got the Russian kind of mob involvement with this project. Action. I, I see it. It's starting to come together. Like, I, I'm starting to see how this could be pretty interesting. So, I don't know. Do, do you do you feel any added level of optimism, Sham, about Craven the Hunter? Because I know we've had, we've given Sony a lot of criticism for pushing some of these Spider-Man adjacent projects that we never would have seen as individual movies that they've trying to, that they've been trying to move forward. As franchises, I mean, I think Craven has more hope than um, uh, than a Venom. I, so, I do agree that he's a good character to choose if you're going to try this with. Of the other, of all the people they've allegedly 
thought about. Yeah, I could see a movie like this being appealing outside of just superheroes. Yes. You know, outside of just people. 100%. 100%. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I do think that this could be successful. Um, though how successful, I don't know, and I don't really know how success would be measured in this regard with, with really with any of these movies. Well, though, I would say Craven in particular because it doesn't sound like Chameleon's the guy. It doesn't sound like there's going to be even, uh, you know, any kind of Spider-Man connection, really. Um, or or even Venom connection. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I guess we'll find out. This specifically doesn't move the needle as much. Um, I never really loved Chameleon either, though. I, I think Chameleon has a lot of potential. Though, I mean, I'm sure. I'm a little yeah. upset they're putting him in this and not like an actual Spider-Man. Yeah, I've always, I've always, I don't, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if they don't pull a, a Mysterio, trying to make him a good guy, you know, at first, uh, when he's obviously not a good guy, yeah, then I think this could be this could be better than than what they did with that. I just feel like Chameleon just reads to me again, like you know, again, like Bond, John Wick kind of like villain. If you do it right, like you can't do it as campy as it's been done in the past. But if you did, yeah, it you right, can't do the whole oh Spider Man just robbed yeah, the bank. He's dressing as Spider Man. You can't do that. That looks <laughs> nuts. You cannot do that. But if they do it again in a more smarter way, there I think there are ways where he could look very strong and and be very compelling as a villain, like guy who like I think about like Arya Stark, you know, the, you know the girl with no face, um, like or no name rather or whatever her thing was. Uh, I feel bad because I did a game with on podcast on this network, but um, you know what I'm saying like think about like that, like how like her being able to beat anybody. Right. And how sick that was. And how they underutilized it, quite frankly, in Game of Thrones. Like, imagine that was Chameleon. Like, imagine if you were doing a Soviet Union, you know, post-Soviet era or even Soviet era thriller. And, like, Chameleon is that character. You know how sick... That sounds sick. <laughs> like, that's, like, that sounds mad cool. And I'm like, yeah, if you did it him like that, like, that's money. Now, again, when we get into the campiness of it, like we've seen in comic books and animated shows, that's when you say, okay, yeah, this character, you can't take this guy seriously. And that, from that standpoint, I see where Shamari's coming from. But from, you know, the other standpoint, I, I think that there, there, is, there is a lot of reason to be excited, potentially, about uh, Chameleon's involvement in this film. I really do. Um, last story of the day, guys. Another major casting. Kendall talking about salary caps as you know Marvel once again proving that that, that they have an unlimited uh, salary cap. Oh, there is no salary cap. There, there is no salary cap over at their Marvel because we learned that um, they have uh, they have cast Anthony Ramos to play a key role in uh, Marvel's Ironheart series that will be on Disney Plus. Now Anthony Ramos was uh, of course the, the the big star in in the Heights and he is. Uh, found in some ways, I don't want to say overnight stardom, because that always, you know, kind of, uh, it's kind of disrespectful to these people's come-ups. But he became a really big star after the success of, of, of In the Heights. And like we see with a lot of these roles, these breakout roles, it, you know, Kevin Feige is scouting out there. He's watching. And when he sees uh, someone uh, uh, that intrigues him, he's going to make him pick up that phone and, and get and get them to, to sign on to the dotted line to, to join his team. So uh, Anthony Ramos joins the cast of um Ironheart. Kendall, thoughts on Ramos's addition for Marvel? Um I have not seen In the Heights. What? Uh, you gotta see In the Heights, man. In the Heights I have is not bad. seen it is a failure. I've not seen yeah. Hamilton either. Wait, Shamar, you have not seen it either? Yeah, I've not seen it either. I do want to see it but I haven't seen it yet. It was all it was free on HBO Max during a pandemic. What were y'all doing? Yeah, no man. I was watching, uh, watching cartoons, watching X Men Origins, <laughs> watching Scoop, Wolverine, Wolverine, and X Men. Watching uh, <laughs> the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> watching all kinds of. I'm watching Sorry, all the cartoons. Sorry, caught up on Star Trek. So I'm catching up on Star Trek. <laughs> not, not <laughs> Shout out to Star Trek. But um, yeah, I haven't seen Hamilton either. He's also in that. Yes, exactly. Um, so, like you said, he's, he's you know he's 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 been and he's also going to be in the new Transformers. We'll definitely see him in that before he's in Ironheart. Um, but uh, you know he's he's becoming a, a, a you know one of these up and coming superstars in Hollywood. Uh, so when you're casting him for a role like that in the MCU, um, and it's been said, I mean, Deadline said it in their article. 
They're not they're casting me in a role that they described is very similar to Jonathan Major's Kangol in that he's going to be showing up in other stuff, uh, even if he has a limited role in this show. Um so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get the theories ready. Get yeah, the, get the get notebook it. out. I'm a guess oh, that Anthony right. Anthony Ramos let's get, let's get the is drum roll. Nova. Wow. Sam Alex. All right. Ultimate Spider-Man Spider cartoon fans will, will recognize the Sam Alexander Nova. The Nova Corps is making an appearance in Ironheart. That is, that is, my, that bold, is my guess. Bold prediction. That's um, a bold prediction, Kendall. And I think that that would be... I think, it makes, I think it makes all the sense in the world. Particularly once they say he's someone who's going to be showing up in other stuff, I think that that makes me very confident. The other, The leader in the clubhouse always would be... Oh, he's just playing some generic character, some Ned Leeds, you know, generic <laughs> character that is just going to be in that. Um, but it's got to be more than that, and that's my guess. Interesting. interesting. Uh, that is very interesting. Um, I will not be making that kind of bold prediction. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that would be interesting. Shamari, I think it just Shamari, adds. Shamari's, Shamari's a shook one. He, he's not trying to be caught out here lacking. Oh, yeah, I'm not even making that bold prediction. And uh, once that once that is revealed to be not true, you're gonna have the receipts. <laughs> but um, but yeah, people no, don't I, remember their their predictions. You get wrong, man. No, well, man. <laughs> first, 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 have you met, have you met the internet, Kendall? Yeah, what are you talking about? I, I watch too much. Uh, I watch too much first take. Too much undisputed. They get things wrong every day. Nobody nobody messes it. So oh, yeah, fair is uh, fair. These hot takes that are ice cold. But um, not nah, shout out to shout out to uh shout out to uh undisputed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it's good. I haven't seen In the Heights. I, I want to watch In the Heights, so I'm gonna see that. I think it's good that they're getting more talent. Um, definitely seems like a very talented um actor. Uh, you know, clearly he's he's been in very high profile projects. Um, and it's very well well received, and I'm sure EJ in a moment you can speak personally yeah. to to what you've seen, but. Um, but I mean, I think this is, I think this is just good news. And I think in a story like Ironheart, I think it, it makes it even better too, because this, that's a young hero. Um, we suspect is going to be in the young Avengers whenever that comes out. I'm almost certain that's going to come out at some point. And, um, you know, just, just adding, adding to the roster potentially. So that's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, it, and I come in with the, uh, with the scouting report. You know, on the, on the mic, the mic go, of, the, of this podcast today. I think Ramos, for one, he's he's a very uh, uh, he's kind of a, a very charismatic, almost like magnetizing kind of figure when he's on screen. He's just very charming. He's very um, committed to the roles that he's in. Very easily, very easily likable character. <laughs> What's his comp? Jesus, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I have to get back to you on that one. Let's not get into all that. But like when Kendall said Nova, I was like, man, that is perfect casting if he's Nova. The only thing that made me pause was his age. You know, he he's thirty years old. You know, Dominique Thorne, who's playing, you know, Riri Williams is is twenty four, and you know, Riri's a you know sort of a teenager. That that's also a pretty big push, but thirty is like really a big push. <laughs> so, so there's a part of this like Butler from uh from he was the the guy in uh he played one of the Shazam characters. Uh, he also played Reggie in Riverdale. He was a high school kid. He's he's twenty nine. Uh, he was also in Thirteen Reasons Why playing a high school kid. Twenty nine years old. He was a young like... guy. I will give him that. <laughs> I just feel uh, like like in this era, I just feel like people are like less willing to like put up with like obvious nonsense like that i mean oh, he, could, yeah, he like, could be playing like a young adult nova i feel like nova doesn't have to be like, yeah no, he doesn't have to be like, no, like yeah i mean we're talking about so Riri williams i believe we're meeting her in college so oh that's yeah. yeah oh yeah then that's fine yeah, yeah no, that's so true. so can anthony rounds be college age he could probably get away with it he could probably get away with it um it's pushing it but i think he could get away with it but in terms of just like like who like Sam Alexander is like Anthony Ramos I think is a he, again a perfect perfect casting um, because you know again uh, Sam Alexander is like very likable very kind of like I don't say life of the party but just like a, a very kind of magnetic figure and to me like Ramos 
in his performances is a magnetic figure on screen. So the idea that he could be playing Nova is, I think, be brilliant. That's the way that they go. Now, I've heard some people rumor, uh, some people, I don't think there's been rumors, some people have, have surmised that maybe he's playing the villain of this series. I think that some of the villains we talk about, Riri Williams, I can't imagine Riri having a villain that is on a Kang-like level or someone we would say, oh, this person showing up would make a lot of sense for someone who is an Ironheart villain. So I think I kind of, I think Kendall's on the right track that I think is probably a recurring hero maybe that we're being introduced to on this show that, that we'll see. But I, I mean, I think that he's a, a great person to, to join their squad. He's a, think he's a about- big star. And, and I think, you know, when we see these new heroes that you have to try to introduce or just new characters, forget heroes, um, because we've lost, you know, some major heavy hitters. I think the more star power you have for these new characters that you're introducing, the better. So I think Ramos being the face of somebody that's going to be reoccurring in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a great idea. Yeah, I mean, think about the. He may not even like again. We're gonna get we're gonna get introduced to him, and he may not even be Nova when we see him. He could just be a kid that she knows, yeah. And it could be very much like Dane Whitman, you know, in in Eternals, where he says he's Sam Alexander. We all know what that means, but by the end, they tease, you know, like Giggle, Diggle, and Arrow. He gets the ring, you know. It's like, oh snap, what's this? <laughs> um, they could do that. Or maybe he is Nova, and they don't. Maybe he's actually a hero in that. I, I would say that's far less likely. But maybe he's Nova, but he doesn't say it. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways they can finagle that. Where and he's when is and when is this coming out? Uh, we assume tw- 2023. We're but, guessing next year. You know, okay. but maybe not. It could be 2024. I mean, yeah. Uh, Black Panther. When does that come out? That's coming out in 23. Um, which he's supposed to debut in Black Panther. Um, you know, if that movie comes out first and maybe if they start working on Ironheart now, you know, it could, you know, or soon this summer, then it could come out next year. But, um, they still got a lot of stuff on the docket. Uh, Secret Invasion, you would think would be the, the next, uh, like 23, one of the first 2023 Disney Plus shows. So it, there's a little bit of time, but, um, but yeah probably mid to late 2023 i would think it is an interesting it's interesting how you know whoever's feeding this to deadline like wanted to put out there that oh it's going to be similar to jonathan majors and loki being introduced as kang it's it's interesting to say that because this is like how they're going about this is nothing like how they introduced jonathan majors like jonathan majors was announced as a casting of kang the conqueror in a movie two three years down the line and then he just yeah, showed so up. And then he just showed up randomly. It was shocking. And then he didn't technically show up as Kang. Like, you know, it, you know, if you really get yeah. specific with it. So it's yeah. fascinating that this was fed to him like that. Because I'm like, this is nothing like that. Like, this is, he's being cast in a role. We know what move. We know he's showing up. I guess this would be his first appearance. So maybe we don't know that. I mean, could he show up in a project that, you know, we're going to see in a couple. Should he show up in, could he show up in. Something that we that's already out because he show up in Ironheart's a long time from now. So if he's having the deal now, I mean that that could be. And now I say I say that it's not the same, but maybe it is the same. Like maybe he will show up in something earlier, and we don't even realize. And they're saying, oh, he's gonna be an Ironheart. Like that, you can definitely pencil him in for. But you know, is there a chance he could show up something in something earlier? Because otherwise, this is not nothing like how they did it with Majors. Majors, it was in 2021. They were saying, hey, in a movie that's coming out in 2023, he's gonna be Kang. And then we saw him later that year, shockingly, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, yeah, in 2020. Uh, yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually the next year, but it was months later. You know, we saw him shockingly, unexpectedly. Yeah. So, like, is that going to happen here or is this good? Are they going to play more to what they're telling us? Because, again, how they did that was totally different. I, you know, I mean, when you look at the docket, I, I'm I, again. This could, again, this could just wind up being a, a crackpot thing. It could be something different, but I, I, I'm, I feel pretty strongly that he could be Nova. And if that's the case, then um, there aren't a ton of properties that we have that he would make sense. I've also heard people saying Robbie Reyes as well. 
I just, yeah, I, I, in my head, I don't want to see another Robbie Ray besides. Uh, yeah, Luna, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, little, also, little like, I, like to me, it's like, how does Robbie Reyes fit with like? Iron he doesn't. Iron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right answer is right. He yeah. doesn't. You know, so it's like, where, where are you, <laughs> you going? Know, a story like that is kind of dark. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Unless they're trying to show, oh, this is before he becomes Ghost Rider, and we see him die. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like, I, I that's not something I just think, just think we want to see in Ironheart. You know. Yeah, no. So, but if you're looking at potential movies, uh, I mean, I don't know if Guardians Three is coming out beforehand, but Guardians Three is a possibility. Um, it could be coming up, but I mean, you know, he's he's. They haven't mentioned anything about him being in that movie, but why why would they? Um, and I mean, Thor: Love and Thunder. Also, will be strange, but if they're in the if they're in space and they want to tease something like that, I mean that's a possibility as well. But I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty again. I'm pretty confident he's playing Nova. Because uh, why would you cast somebody so big to be in a Disney Plus series like this? Yeah. Unless, uh, unless he was playing probably, and I would assume he'd probably want to play a hero. You know, uh, that that would be my guess. Um, they don't have. I think he should be like when I heard that he would cast when when the initial were. I think maybe because some people were taking the whole Loki thing literal. When I heard oh he may be a villain. I was kind of like, I'm sure he's got the range, but he's again a very likable person on screen. Why would you like? I think that would just be unnecessary. Like like to me that would be like him saying, "Well, oh, I want to be a villain for a challenge." Like to me, he's a very likable person just on screen. Why wouldn't you make him? someone that you could root for he's a very easy person to root for yeah and like and transformers i'm assuming he's gonna be a protagonist yeah, he's a protagonist yeah, yeah i mean not, yeah that's that's the again i'd say he can't play <laughs> a villain i'm not trying to disrespect his skills but if that's if you're putting him in a major role for a major franchise making the villain just seems like you're hustling backwards unless it's something he demanded yeah again and in recurring villains Normally, don't even happen in Marvel. Like, that's not really no. the rare, the rare thing. Yeah, K- Kang is is really kind of one of the first of his kind. Like Loki, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loki is really the Loki. Actually, is the first, and, and yeah. that's kind of it. You know. So yeah, I'm assuming if you're casting him to to be in one of these, he's probably playing a hero. And again, look, Marvel doesn't. I you know I want to go as far as to say they don't have any Hispanic, uh, male heroes. I mean, besides they did, they just debuted uh, uh, Torres and and yeah, and so I was Soldier. Yeah, you know? he's, got, he's got the wings now, so yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be Falcon. But uh, besides besides him, they don't really have any that they've that they've set up. Um, yep. So you know, bringing both of them in could be could be cool. Regardless of who he's playing, you know, he—I don't know—I don't know—he may not be Sam Alexander. He could be a different version of of some other character that we don't know. But um, regardless, you know, that could be interesting. I mean, the other possibility. This is a. This is, a little different. I mean, is there a chance he's Johnny Storm? Hmm. You know, uh, you're going that, with the yeah. If you're, if you're going with the Fantastic Four thing, I mean, I feel like. People would have ran with that. No, yeah, yeah, I, feel, a, a, a I feel like they know who Fantastic Four is. Yeah, well, we know we know what what time it is though. If we go that route, and then we have the whole thing. Of, oh, we're doing a Latina Storm family. <laughs> you know, <and laughs> that's that what becomes, people said before, and that, that, uh, that, that becomes a whole funny. conversation. And yeah, but yeah, and then <laughs> it's like you, you can't do you can't you can't go right once you do that because <laughs> it's like then they they kept Sue Storm white, but then that was a whole thing. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Right. I, I but in 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 the on the surface, could he play on Johnny the surface? Storm? He could absolutely play Johnny Storm on the surface, one hundred percent. We're not thinking of any of that other stuff, one hundred percent. But my question is, does Marvel want to open those couple of worms? I think they're really open those couple of worms. I think they will. I, I tend to think that they are Storm. too. But yeah, it could be with could be with Reed Richards, could be Ben Grimm. But I'd be very surprised if the Fantastic Four was all white. That's all. I mean, it'd be a whole nother conversation. But, yeah, that's yeah. Gonna be hard. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think you're. I'd you're, be very surprised. That's definitely gonna be a conversation. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't tend to think that you're wrong in that in that perspective for sure. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun. I, I to me like that Doctor Strange trailer. Well, I guess really Spider Man really kind of woke us up to like the possibilities of what the future holds for Marvel. And I feel like the Doctor Strange trailer continues to kind of open up. 
the Pandora box. It just it feels like we're just right on the cusp of really kind of seeing the clear picture of like what else we're gonna see, where these new characters are gonna are gonna play in as factors. Like I just we're right right around the corner. It's like once we get there, I just think it's gonna be a blast. I, I'm really excited for what the future holds. That's gonna do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, you can catch all of our episodes of our podcast on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, as well as Facebook. We can be found searching New Generation Media. And follow us individually on social media. Kenna can be found on Twitter, New Gen Ken. Shamar can be found on Instagram at Snapchat, MCShan22. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. And on Instagram, ActionEJ. Thank you guys again for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.